Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. I hope you all are having a great day. So today, this podcast is going to be for people that are into esports and mainly Call of Duty esports. So I am not, you know, sitting at my desk doing my shit. I am sitting in my gaming chair, though, and I was thinking we might want to talk about the Call of Duty League because it's something I haven't done and I'm really into it. I watch it. Um, not every game, of course. I, I'm, I only watch my team play. And I am in uh, Atlanta Phase uh, team. Um, well, the Atlanta Phase is my favorite team. Um, but I do like to keep up with the standings and everything and the records and kind of just keeping up with everything. So right now, um, I do want to say uh, I'm going to be popping on my Xbox real quick because they have like the standings and everything on there as well. Uh, for CDL, but basically, I just want to let you guys know that, um, you know, I'm really, you know, excited, um, we're coming up, uh, close to the 5,000 play mark, for those of you that don't know, I average anywhere from, like, 9 to 12 views per podcast, which back in the day was, like, rare, for something, which, it me, it shows that we're growing, I, I get that we've been doing this for close to... Two years now, I think it's it's coming up around because we started junior year, so yeah, it's it's coming up around two years now that we've been doing this podcast. Um, but I'm really grateful for all the viewership and you know you guys just you know listening to me. Even if you don't look at our Facebook page and stuff, which I'll be honest, I haven't posted much to that Facebook page in a long time because. You know, I'm just not, key- I, I don't have the time like I used to. Like, back when I used to keep up with that shit all, all the time and post, like, polls or news updates and stuff, it's because, you know, I was in high school, I had study halls and then all after school and everything to do it. But now I work, I come home, I'm tired, I go out, I fish, I weight lift, um, you know, play Call of Duty for fun and stuff, but... You know, it's really nice to see that I have a a loyal fan base that does sit here and listen to me. Rather you agree with everything I say or not, I just want to thank you guys. But anyways, I want to I want to get into what we actually are here to talk about, which is the Call of Duty League. So, through the first three majors, it's by no surprise that the Atlanta Phase, my favorite team, is the most dominant team. They were last year in Modern Warfare. Uh they pretty much had one of the best um uh, lineups of guys, of players on the team. Uh, however, they didn't really have a leader player. And then this year, they switched from 5v5 to 4v4. And they brought uh, brought on Arcides as their like main leader. And they literally skyrocketed. They're doing great. They're leading the CDL by a whole hundred Call of Duty League points. Um, they look unstoppable. They aren't, of course. I mean, I'm not one of these Atlanta FaZe bandwagon fans. I've been a FaZe fan for pretty much my entire life. I mean, I bought a $106 Atlanta FaZe custom jersey. If I spent $106 on a custom jersey for a team for bandwagoning, that's a pretty loyal bandwagon fan. So, no, I, I actually am a complete, um... Atlanta Phase fan. I, I have been... Well, I was a Phase fan back when BO4 uh, and, like, 
all the World League series, you know, once I started getting into esports and stuff and watching them, which was back around BO4, so I've only been watching, like, esports for three years now, but um, FaZe has always been my favorite. They didn't really do much in BO4. Uh, Modern Warfare, they were pretty good. Then the Chicago Huntsmen were very much up there, and then now, of course, you know, everything's, um, you know, a little bit different this year. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna go into the CDL channel, and I'm gonna kind of go in there and talk about, like, the CDL points and the rankings and stuff, and yeah, so right now in the standings, okay, Atlanta Phase is sitting at number one with 340 CDL points, 22 match wins, and four match losses, okay, now that's pretty fucking great, I mean, their match win percentage is at 84%, and their game win percentage is is at 68%, which is literally the highest among the league by over 10%, and then their match win is the highest by over 20%, so that's pretty amazing. The second place team in the CDL right now is the New York Subliners with 240 Call of Duty League points, and... Their record is currently 16-9, and nine, so 16 wins, uh, 9 losses. Dallas Empire at number 3 with 14 wins, 11 losses. Toronto Ultra at number 4 with 17 wins and 11 losses. But for those of you that don't know, your Call of Duty League points are what matter in terms of your placement. It's not your win-loss ratio or, or your record. So win-loss doesn't really matter. It just comes down to how many CDL points you have. So, like, if you win, for instance, you may have, like, lost, like, you know, all of your games during, like, the major before the tournament. But if you, like, win the championship in the tournament, you'll get a fuck ton of CDL points for that. And that'll easily make up for, like, losing all of your games. So, definitely, you know, even if you suck before the tournament, if you do well in the tournament, you know, you'll be uh, awarded with a lot of CDL points. So, right now the top four teams is Atlanta Phase, New York Subliners, Dallas Empire, and Toronto Ultra. Now, talking about middle of the pack, which I really only consider there to be about four teams. Like, you have the four top, the four middle, and then the four bottom. So, sitting in at uh, place number five is Optic Chicago with 200 CDL points, 15 wins, and 11 losses. Which, uh, we'll talk about Chicago Optic, uh, or Optic Chicago here in a little bit. Um, Los Angeles D's is at number 6 with 13 wins, 12 losses. And the Minnesota Rokar are in the 7th seed with 9 wins, 10 losses with 140 CDL points. Florida Mutineers at, uh, 8th place with 120 or CDL points, um... 10 match wins, 13 match losses, and then the final four will be... I'm, I'm not even going to really bring up their win-loss records. I'll just go through their CEL points, because at this point, there's really no reason to. The Los Angeles Gorillas at number 9 with 90 CDL points. The London Royal Ravens at the 10th seed with 70 CDL points. Paris Legion at 11th place with 60 CDL points, and Seattle Surge in final place with 50 CDL points, and the, their record is currently 4-15, and 15, so not very good. Um, so, essentially, I don't want to talk about Atlanta Phase, because as I said, we expected Atlanta Phase to be, you know, a dominant team. We expected Atlanta Phase to be um, a very... 
how do I put this, almost unstoppable team. But when we talk about the Chicago Optic, now this is where things I think is a little bit interesting. So Chicago Optic is sitting at place number five right now, or seed five. Um, to me, this is really shocking because Chicago Optic, I had a lot of respect for the Huntsman last year, Chicago Huntsman, which is now Chicago Optic, you know, with Scump, Formal, and everything, I was like, you know, these guys are, you know, pretty good, you know, like, I, I respected them, uh, they, uh, I believe it was FaZe, yeah, they were, I believe they came in third place last year, the Huntsman did, because FaZe and Dallas Empire were in the finals, and Dallas Empire won. Now, when it comes to this year, so basically, for those of you that don't understand how the CDL runs, there's five majors and then there's the championship. So the five majors consist of like I believe, um, like seven games, and then you get you go into a tournament and you can win that tournament for that major, and then that will give you a shit ton of CDL points, and then you go into the second major, you know. And they divvy up the t uh, teams in two groups, and those are who you end up playing throughout that major. And then you'll go into the championship, or, or you'll go into the tournament. You'll have a losers bracket, winners bracket. If you you know play the winners bracket, um, you know you end up uh, you know getting to the championship, you know by playing less games if you win, of course. And then the elimination bracket. Basically, you can get knocked out of the winners bracket into the losers bracket and still make your way up through, which happened to Atlanta Phase last time. But yeah, so essentially that's how that works. And basically, you play through the five majors, the five tournaments, and then you go to the CDL championship if you're in the top eight teams. So the, you know, b bottom four get kicked out. And right now that would be Los Angeles Gorillas, um, London Royal Ravens, Paris Legion, and Seattle Surge. Um, but yeah, Atlanta phase, like I said, right now in terms of games, they're a solid like five games ahead of the closest team. And that would be the Ultra <laughs> The Ultra is the closest in terms of record to Atlanta Phase. Atlanta Phase is the only one in the 20s. Like I said, they're five games ahead of everybody else. Um, they've only lost four uh, matches this year. So, that's pretty crazy. Um, but, at the end of the day, I expected Chicago Optic, or Optic Chicago, however you want to say it. I thought that they would be in the top four. And the reason I say that is because, you know, they're optic, number one. Number two, you have formal, scump, dashy. And Envoy's not even that bad either. So, I mean, you have a lot of good players, but they just can't seem to get anything going. I've watched some optic games because my cousin, um, he, you know, plays CDL. I play CDL. He likes optic. I like uh phase and you know there's a head-to-head -head rivalry between you know optic and phase but at the end of the day i respect optic as a team but this year they're not performing to the levels that i want them to i want optic to be in the top four because i think optic if they got their shit together and they started like you know fixing them uh some things in like scrims and stuff i think that they could easily be in the top four i mean they can. I mean, Dallas is uh, Dallas Empire sitting there at fourteen and eleven, and Chicago Optics fifteen and eleven. So I think you know Chicago Optic can easily get into the top four again, and Dallas Empire can easily get kicked out because a lot of people were thinking like Empire was great. Empire's not that good this year. Empire started off pretty good, but I mean they're they're 
they're not that good. I would have to say if there are any teams, if these are the top four teams I personally want to see in those top four spots. Phase, New York Subliners, Toronto Ultra, and Optic Chicago. If I had to, if I had to have the top four teams and I chose the top four teams, that would be my pick. I wouldn't even have Dallas Empire. I would have Dallas Empire in the number six spot. Or the number fifth spot. That all really depends on two with how LA Thieves and the Rokar kind of decide to, you know, work shit out. But what I would do is I would take Optic, put them where Dallas, I don't know. Optic, if I, if I had to rate teams right now, if I had to rate teams, Atlanta Phase is obviously number one. Can't really dispute that because of their, you know, match wins to their match losses. New York Subliners, I would put in number two where they are now. And then I would have... Ultra being number three and Optic being number four. Because, I, like I said, I don't think Optic has proven that they're championship caliber yet. I mean, Optic at the beginning of the year when they faced FaZe, I believe they lost by a round. And it was a good game. Like, it was a very good game. It was close the entire way around. This was back in Major 1. And then this last Major, we played against Optic Chicago. Um, and we just fucking steamrolled them. Like, we three, uh, three games sweeped them. And for those of you that don't know, um, like, when it comes to Call of Duty matches, matches are the your what give you, like, the number on the win column. So if you win a match, you're, you know, that will be on your record. Like, you know, if it's 22 and 4, your matches won are on the record and not your games. Because inside of each match, you play... Uh, the best, uh, or the first to three. So you could possibly play up to five different games in a single match. So, like, because you have Search and Destroy, you have Control, and you have Hardpoint, which are three different game modes. So let's say FaZe goes in, wins the Control, wins the Search and Destroy, and wins the Hardpoint. They 3-0'd them, so they won three games straight, but they also won the match because they got the three game wins first. That's how Call of Duty League's played is the best, uh, it's like best out of five, but obviously if you get three, um, and then in the championships for each tournament for the majors, uh, it's best out of 10 and you have to win five games or the first to win five games wins. So if you're playing like a game of, um, if you're playing a game of search and destroy, you win six rounds, you win that game. And you're ahead in that series, but you have to win two more games after that to win the match, if that makes any sense. It's a little bit complicated if you obviously watch it on, you know, YouTube and stuff because it's free and whatnot. It would be a lot easier. But, yeah, so I'm really excited because tomorrow Atlanta Phase plays. Uh, unfortunately, they're not playing a good team. I forgot who they're playing tomorrow, but they're not playing somebody of, like, a big threat caliber. I think they're playing Paris tomorrow. So I'm not, I don't know if I'll tune into that game. Yeah, I mean, if they lose, they lose, whatever. Like I said, FaZe is five games ahead of the nearest team in terms of, you know, wins to us. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, but, I mean, it's Paris Legion. They are the second worst team in the league. So FaZe should be able to sweep them, no problem. But we'll see what ends up happening. Um, but yeah, so... Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to see a New York li uh, Subliners game or Ultra against FaZe because I believe FaZe is paired up with FaZe, Optic, uh, which I mean could be good or could be bad based upon how they've been playing recently. I would say bad, but 
you know, it's not going to be interesting of a game if the Optic keeps playing the way that they have been. So I would have to say, you know, FaZe really doesn't have anybody in their group this time around that poses a huge threat other than Optic. But if they steamroll Optic like they had the last time they played them, then, you know, it's... Because, like, Optic versus FaZe used to be a treat, right? You know, that used to be the game that was, like, the Patriots versus... Oh, gosh, like, the Patriots versus, uh, who would their biggest rival be? I mean, let's say the Jets or the, Dol no, the Dolphins. Patriots versus Dolphins. That's normally a pretty good one, okay? Like, imagine your, like, favorite sports team and their top rival for wherever, you know, for whatever team you have in, like, real sports. That is phase versus Optic in the Call of Duty scene, right? And it's a big game. But Optic has been just, like, just absolutely get been getting steamrolled by FaZe and other teams. And they're not the optic that they used to be. And that's why I'm saying, like, this this major, major four seems kind of like a cakewalk for FaZe in terms of getting into the winner's bracket because we're playing optic. If we beat optic, Paris and the Seattle Surge, which I believe is the other team that we're paired with, that doesn't seem that hard. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, there, there's some other teams in there too, but I forgot what they were, but I know that we're getting Seattle. I know that we're getting Optic and I believe we're, we have Paris too. So we have two shitty teams. We have Optic and I can't, oh, and we have the row car. The row car are kind of like an iffy one because I don't know about the row car. And then on the other side of things, you have Dallas you have Subliners, you have Toronto, you have the Gorillas, and the Muttoneers, I believe? That would make sense, correct? Yes, yes, I, I, I believe so. And the, and the Loyan Rumble Raven. Loyan, oh, jeez. London Royal Ravens, holy shit, I can't speak, my gosh. So yeah, um... So, in my opinion, I think that, you know, Atlanta has a pretty easy cakewalk this time around. I could be wrong. If they end up losing every game, well, there goes their five-game buffer. But, hey, uh, you know, all I can say is I wish Atlanta luck, obviously. But for the CDL going forward, I want to have Optic move up and Dallas to move down. Because in my heart, I think Optic is a much better team than Dallas. And the Subliners and Ultra have proven to be great. I mean, Ultra takes Atlanta phase to a fi uh, game five every fucking time in a match. They beat us in the stage two major at uh, game 10. They lost to us twice, but put up a good fight and got us to a game five during the tournament once and once during a regular game. And the subliners beat us in a game, but we beat them in the championship for major three. But I got to say, the New York subliners, the Toronto Ultra, if there is any team that stands up to phase in terms of uh, either skill or just straight up teamwork that can kind of override skill, those would be the top two teams that I would say seeing on your list is scary. Like, if you are a Subliners fan or a Ultra fan, I have mad respect for you because your teams 
are good. Maybe in the beginning of the season, they weren't a part of the discussion because FaZe was steamrolling over Ultra and everybody else, basically, in the beginning of the season. But as a FaZe fan, I have respect for Optic fans because of our rivalry that has gone on for years. Subliner fans and Ultra fans. If you're a Dallas fan, I really can't say I have respect for you because Dallas is not that good. They are not that good. They got rid of Hook. Sent him over to fucking LA Thieves, and ever since then, they've seemed bad. They, they just don't seem good. I don't even know how the fuck they're still in C3 right now. But in all honesty, you know, um, Los Angeles Thieves, I even would have to say, I, you know, I have a lot of respect for because they've also improved. Rokar, I can't say much because I haven't watched the Rokar play much. I think I've watched them play like once or twice this entire season. The Muttoneers, I have seen them play once. I thought they were going to be really good, and they're just average. Um, they did beat FaZe in the summer kickoff, so I was, that's why I was hoping they were going to be a good team, but unfortunately they're not. But Gorillas, they... Uh, I, I actually don't mind the Gorillas. I mean, I know that they're number nine, but the Gorillas perform pretty well against us. They did beat us once, too. So, I can't really say too much bad about them. The London Royal Ravens, although they have been pretty dog shit all year, I will give them props because they have been doing a lot better recently. I mean, they got those match wins up from, like, four to six, which I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but they went on, like, a two-game winning streak, and they were in the winner's bracket for the Stage 3 Major. So, that in and of itself, for me, gets respect. And then if you're Paris Legion and Seattle fans, um... What are you doing? <laughs> like, bandwagon at this point. I mean, if you're going to sit there and rep the Paris Legion or Seattle Surge, the only credit I can give you is the fact that you are a true loyal fan, even though they're dog shit. Like, I'm a FaZe fan, but luckily for me, FaZe is not a bad team. Hell, the worst FaZe could be, right, at least right now with how they're playing, would be middle of the pack, but FaZe, I feel like... Phase always tends to be good. The last time I saw the you know phase be terrible is back in you know like I said Black Ops Four, but you know we don't talk about that. Phase sucked. I was a Phase fan back then. I watched Phase and they did not you know impress me, but whatever. You know they're back to their glory days. They're doing very good right now, but. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this podcast. I hope you all enjoyed. Maybe learned something new if you're not into esports or the Call of Duty League. I I do expect to do more of these uh, type of podcasts talking about the CDL and stuff as the majors go forward. I'm not a CDL. Um, I'm not a CDL um, site or, or site. I'm not a CDL announcer or. or you know, coverage guy. I'll talk about it here and there because I am interested in it. Like, you don't see me talking about news stuff for Marvel anymore. You don't see me talking about things all the time because I kind of bounce between Call of Duty, other video games that I'm interested in, Marvel and everything. Like, I try to keep everything evenly spaced out and stuff. So, I will try to get back to you guys when I can with more information on the CDL, but it's not, there isn't something that I'm going to cover all the time. Like, I do podcasts when I have the time, with whatever I want to talk about. Now, if this ever becomes my job, um, which I hope it does in the future, if this podcast really takes off, you know, we start getting, you know, even a thousand viewers an episode, like I could make money off of that and live off of that probably. But um, if I ever can get this to be at a point where I can make money off of it, make it my job, I will. I'll do like, obviously I'll have like my Facebook page will be, you know, constantly updated. You'll have, you know, podcasts like, you know, every week on a scheduled day or at least on an everyday basis of some kind, even if it's little updates or whatever. Um, but yeah, but right as of right now, it's just, you know, 
taking it by ear and slowly working through everything. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed and I'll catch you all in the next one.